guys. Hello. We're here to chit chat. <laughs> and uh, keep it loose. Yeah. We're not very good at these intros. <laughs> we're not like, I don't know. Um, we've got some things we're going to talk about, but Anna, how was your, well, what are some good things that happened this week or anything crazy or funny or whatever? Just anything that comes to your mind. Um, I told Sarah this story, but I'll tell you guys. Today at work, um, I work in childcare, and we were sitting doing circle time, and we did the story of Noah, and then like we said, our little, um, we've been memorizing verses, so like we did our verse together, and like it, I was telling my kids, I was like, it just makes God so happy, like when you guys say verses, because like these are from his word, and his word is absolutely true, and all this stuff, and I was like, and God's just looking down at you guys, and he's so happy right now. And one of my little boys goes, how can God see us, Miss Anna? There's no cameras in here. <laughs> and so that made my day today. I thought that was so funny. God is watching yeah. all the time. <laughs> like, he's like, but there's no cameras, Miss Anna. And I was like, well, you see, God's everywhere. I was talking so to somebody. So that's something good that happened. I was talking, oh, I was talking to my sister the other day, because actually this didn't remind me, uh, or that didn't remind me of this earlier, but it did just now. Um, my nephew is four. Uh-huh. And so that's the same age as that little boy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's three, almost four, yeah. Yeah. And the that age, like, older three, four, when they really start talking and formulating their own little opinions, mm-hmm. um, they come up with the funniest things. They're so funny. Because they're really trying to figure things out. Yeah. But they only know so much. Yeah. So, that's cute. I don't remember what my nephew said the other day, but he said something, and then I was like, he's the cutest thing. That age is just adorable. I mean, they're all adorable, but... No. Um, Another good thing that happened, I will say, is that I've not had a great week at work and stuff. I mean, the kids are fine. Just other stuff is going on. But the Lord's been very faithful to me and has given me a lot of peace through it. I did get a little angry today. I'm not going to lie. But he gave me a good co-worker to talk it through with and cheer me up so thankful for that um and then like even like yesterday was a rough day and um I prayed for peace on the way to church because I serve in kids ministry there and the Lord just like really came through and provided and I just felt the presence of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. very fully and deeply so that's good. those are the good things that have happened to me even though it's not been the best week that's good what about you Sarah I asked this question I don't really know um <laughs> my son has been uh, kind of hard (laughs) he's he's very smart for his age um he's only 11 months old he'll be 12 months um september 20th he'll be a year september 20th and but he acts already like a full-fledged toddler little boy sometimes and he doesn't even walk yet, but he's, like, on the verge of walking. But he's just... Very busy. Yeah. And, like, that's fine. Like, he's always been a busybody. He's always been active, which is fine. Like, that doesn't bother me at all. And I think none of this bothers me. I shouldn't say bother, because it doesn't. I love him to death. He's amazing. But, like, today... Oh, my Lanta, this child. <laughs> I was telling my mom this on the phone, and she was just laughing at me. Anna knows my son, so I think she'll find this funny. But a couple things, for instance. Well, first of all, he whammed the bridge of my nose with a book. And then literally, like, not even five minutes later with a little... Anna, do you see that little cardboard box with the holes in it Um, on the bottom shelf over there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. so he, like, was flinging that. And it's just a little square. But I have it taped, and you put balls in it, and, like, it's it's a little activity for him. 
and he was swinging it and didn't realize, even though he was sitting right in my lap, that my face was right there, <laughs> and it whammed the bridge of my nose exactly in the oh. same spot. And I really, it hurt so bad, that, oh and it was gosh. throbbing that I literally thought there was going to be a bump there, mm-hmm. because it hurt that bad. And he just looked at me with his mouth wide open, eyes wide. He was like, he didn't understand why I was like doubled over right here holding the bridge of my nose. Like, Markham, Markham, stop. It was like a whole thing. Well, then the same day, this is all, this is today. He's sitting and he does this thing where he knows how to tell me more. He actually says it verbally now in his own way, but he also knows the sign language for more. But he just kind of naturally goes to his like instinct where he just like hits the table instead of saying more (laughs) and he still does that and then he'll remember like oh and then he'll do the sign language and or he'll say it or whatever but um today he had like it was it's from a can but it's like these canned veggies and it's got okra and corn and some other veggies in there and it's got those diced tomatoes and that comes Mm -hmm. in a juice it has juice and it's like a red juice so I had some of that left over in the refrigerator. So I warm it up for him and I put some of it on his little table so that he can just pick it up with his hand and, you know, stuff and eat it. Well, then there's just a little bit of juice left. No big deal. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he's messy. This kid then proceeds more than <laughs> once to hit the table and red juice is flying everywhere. And it's going all over me. It's going on my face. I feel it all over my arm. It's on his face. And it's not like a, like a ton, but it's enough where I'm like, Markham, you got to like stop. So the first time he did it, I was like, no. And I just pushed his hand down where he would stop. Well, then the second, third, and like hundredth time, because he kept trying, because he thought it was a game. And he was like smiling real big at me. He just didn't understand, of course, what I was saying at first. But I, I finally was like, Markham, no, really loud. And I had, and I made him stop. And then he looks at me, and this is what he's been doing lately. He knows when he gets in trouble, he thinks like, oh, well, I'm in trouble or I got yeah. hurt or something. So I have to be upset. Right. You have to cry. And so, yeah. So I have to cry. And even though it's obvious it's fake because it'll be like 10 seconds after the incident. And then he'll rear, like his face will get all scrunched up like mm-hmm. he's trying to cry. So we started doing that and it's been like a whole thing. It's been like a whole day, guys. It's not bad. It's honestly kind of funny stuff, but it's not stuff that I'm like just letting go on because he you doesn't. Don't, but you don't have one of those chill babies. No, you know? I don't. Because like some babies will just sit there. Yeah. And they're calm and like they'll play quietly with their toys, yeah. but Markham's well, not that cute. Well, I will say he actually is a good chunk of the time at home or he'll babble on his own, but he's not yeah. like crazy, crazy. Yeah. But then he has a lot of moments where lately he's, where he's yeah. just insane Yeah, and he's just like super active. So he's just doing like normal kid stuff, like baby stuff. It's just, that was just two of the things. There was like, I could go on and on about today, all the things that he did today. But I know I talked about, I was asking you about positive things and those seemed negative, but that was just my day. But it honestly has been a good week. I cleaned a house yesterday and my mom watched Markham and he got to, Markham got to see his great grandparents yesterday and we always have fun with them. It's been a good week. It's just been long. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about it yesterday today, and I was like, "It's it's just been like just even, long." Even why? Well, I mean, I know you don't. You're a stay-at-home mom, so you don't get days off anyway. But because <laughs> I did, I mean, I got Monday off. Yeah. Um, but even with like the long weekend, it still felt like a long it's week. A long week. I honestly was thinking it was like Friday or something today, because I was like, "Oh yeah, Casey will get off today, and we'll have the weekend." And I was like, "No, there's another day. It's of still this. Thursday." Uh. Uh, I don't know why. Okay, anyway, but it hasn't been bad. I feel like I just kind of ranted about my kid being all over just now, but he's a good kid. He really does know how to behave. He listens well. He's just, 
is an ornery little almost one year old. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Also, if you guys hear noise in the background, there's the dog upstairs making noise, and this microphone seems to pick up noise really well. It doesn't block almost things out. Almost too well. Yeah. <laughs> I have those little microphones like that put, that I can plug into my iPhone for little videos. You can't hear any background noise. I made a video the other day, and Markham was playing in the background. Yeah. And he was loud, too. You could not hear a single thing from him. That's nice. Yeah. And this one is a really good microphone, though, and it's super easy for beginners, this one that we use. I like it a lot. But it does pick up a lot of noise. Okay. So, Anna, you want to introduce what we're doing? So, today, um, we're going to be discussing ways that we grow closer to God or um, kind of find our way back to Him after a season of... Yeah, reset. Thank you. That's a good word for Mm -hmm. it. Um, after, like, a season of being distant. Yeah, or even if it's, like, a couple weeks where you're just kind of feeling a funk and you haven't been spending enough time with God. Yeah. And you can feel that. Like, if you don't spend time with God for several days, you feel it. You do. (laughs) You do. Yeah. So, you gotta Um, gotta crawl your way back. Yeah. (laughs) So, these are just ways. No, but really. These are just ways that we personally. I don't know Anna's list. She doesn't know mine. But things that we. We're surprising each other. Yeah. Surprise! That's how we keep no the. That's how we keep this friendship exciting. The spark alive. after after ten years. <laughs> it has been ten years. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. So, do you want to go first? So the biggest one in my life lately has, and always, but like especially lately, has been scripture memorization. Mm. Because if I'm not spending time with the Lord, but then a situation arises in my life, if I have God's word hidden in my heart, you know. I'll be like, oh, well, this verse, this reminds me of this verse. And then I feel convicted. And then I'm like, well, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't been spending time with you like I should. And you just, like, were kind enough to me, Lord, to, like, bring this verse to my mind, like, when I'm having a hard day or whatever. Um, So, like, I would encourage y'all really to memorize scripture. That's something that I've been wanting to do a lot more of lately. And, like, I was fortunate, me and Sarah both, um, grew up in Christian school. And so, uh, and then obviously through church and Sunday school and stuff, mm-hmm. like we memorized a lot of scripture growing up. But I've been making it a personal goal for me, myself lately, to memorize scripture like now as a grown up. Because you don't really think of doing it as a grown up. Yeah. A grown up, an adult. Can you tell I work with children? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go potty like... now. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't think I've ever used, I've not used the word I'm going, I'm not, not said I'm going to the bathroom in ages because it's always, I have to go potty. But anyway, a way, a practical way to do that is there's this um, website called um, the Bible Memory Project. Or I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you have those bracelets too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With, and they have bracelets where it's like, the first letter of a verse in the Bible, um, and it ha- like helps you in- memorize scripture. And then there's it's also like, little devotionals like, that go with the verses, like well, and so they're really cool. It's got a lot of letters on the bracelet, though. It's not just one, right? So it's like yeah. if, if it's like for God so loved the world that He gave it's John three sixteen. It's like the first G, yeah, the S- first letter of each word, yeah. And like it, it's a fantastic tool to memorize scripture. I will say not trying to dog your thing here because it works really well for a lot of people. Yeah. It really does. Like, it's an amazing tool. I struggle personally with that because mm. I'm someone who, well, I say that. I don't have any on my wrist, but I am someone who does wear stuff on my wrist, like hair ties all the time, a yeah. watch all the time. So whenever I, so me and Casey tried to use those for a while. Like, yeah. it was a few months. And we probably only went through four verses total mm. because we kept forgetting they were on our wrist. I see. So it is a really great tool. But if you don't remember that the bracelet's even on your wrist, 
it's really hard to remember to even that do makes it. sense but it is an amazing tool and i highly recommend i've even suggested to other people no I yeah just, i yeah. really like them i don't yeah i mean and i say that on the day that i'm not wearing mine yeah but i've memorized three verses so far like in the last mm-hmm. three or four weeks because of it yeah. um like new verses um but you don't have to have those bracelets, obviously, to memorize scripture. Right. Like, make yourself some note cards and put it in your car. Put it or as, on your your mirror, as your screensaver. As your screensaver. That's what helps me a lot. Yeah. Like, I really think that, like, scripture memorization is the most important thing. Because, again, like, when you, f- like, for me, I use it the most, like, when I'm facing a hard situation. Usually the Lord, like, seems to bring verses to my mind. And I'm so thankful. And then also um, for praying scripture over people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're really going through a hard time or, like, when you're really... Like, um, about a year ago this time, I had a crush on a guy, and, um, like, something that I prayed for him was, I don't know why that's what I'm, is brought to my mind, but, like, for anyone, whether it's a crush or a friend or whatever, like, you can pray, like, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 over them, like, hey, I pray today that Sarah would trust in you with all her heart, Lord, that she would not lean on her own understanding, mm-hmm. but in all of her ways she would acknowledge you, and you will make her path straight. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can cut the part out about the crush. It doesn't matter. They're not going to, well... Only the people who know you well would know who it is. <laughs> if you're listening to this, buddy, I prayed for you. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Uh, I don't know why, but, like, I remember praying that verse specifically over him. But yeah. I prayed it over friends, too, like. So, really, just, like, hi, God's word in your heart. Yeah. Like, that's an excellent way to find, like, to find your way back to him and just, like, in your everyday life when you are close to God. Even if you don't remember, like, for me personally, I used to memorize scripture a lot. And I, I still do just not like I used to I probably should more but um but even though like even if I go over it every week every day for a long time I still eventually kind of forget words here and there if I don't look at it all the time yeah and so but I'm still familiar with the meaning behind it so I can still go find it easily so Mm -hmm. even if you don't remember every word no it's so true don't beat on yourself about it but like just be familiar if you have like the concepts right like yeah but scripture is so powerful to pray over yourself, to pray over people. Yeah. And then also, again, like when you're facing hard situations in your life, to just have it to like so it can be brought to your mind. Right. I mean, like, I think that's something that um, just that the Lord's been showing me a lot lately. So. Yeah, that's good. So let's see. So the first one is something that I just recently started, like literally in the past couple months. Um. I'm not someone who likes to journal very much. I am very lazy about that. It's just not something that personally I like to do. But I know Anna, like you do. Mm-hmm. Anna is a big journal person. I personally am not. I've tried because I'm like, oh, well, I have to be a good journaler to get all this stuff out of it. But you you don't have to be. But um, I have been the past couple months lately, or late, the past couple months <laughs> been into journaling on my phone. But... What I do specifically is I have this app, and I'm not going to advertise it because it's not my favorite app in the world. It's got a lot of ads, and it's just not my favorite. (laughs) But they have a lot of good prompts. And so it is a Christian app, though. And um, they have a lot of Christian, like, very Christ-centered journaling prompts. Mm -hmm. And they have, like, a whole thing where you can go to the page and add another journal entry. And they you can either just journal freestyle, like, with whatever you want to say, or... You can ask or you can click the button for them to guide you and then they pull up a prompt and you just type in your answer to that prompt. Mm. And I do the prompts and they are really helpful for me because I am definitely, like I said, I'm not one who just likes to write all day. I never have, even in school, me and Anna went to a very 
like a school where we just wrote things. I mean, we as we got older, we typed more, but we, it was very like you yeah. take notes, you write all the time. Yeah. And um, that's not why I don't like it. So I'm just saying like it's not like I grew up in a environment where I was constantly on technology, technological devices, and I don't have experience with writing. I do. I just don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this has been a really good way for me to get all my thoughts out and focus on God more because they are Christ-centered. And when I journal, even if it's a question that I'm being asked about God, I still write my entry to God. Yeah. You know, and so I think that some, I thought that that was normal, but I think a lot of people don't do that. Like they don't. No. And I see, yeah. even if I'm like, so I have like, for me, I have my like, um, soap journal, like my Christian, like my journaling over scripture that I do. Mm-hmm. But even if I'm doing just like a normal journal entry, like I either, like sometimes I'll start off by like just writing up my thoughts, but I always am like, I'm like, so I'm dealing with this situation and it's been really hard. And like, I have feelings about this and I always end with. Lord, yes. help me with blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. I always... And I'm not saying that, like, a two-man horn. No, but yeah. like, And it makes I, a difference. It does. I also I also always journal as if I'm talking to God about it, not right. just, like, dear journal or well, dear diary or whatever. And that was, like... That was a piece of advice that I gave someone not that long ago. And it's one that I always tell people, which I act like I give advice to people all the time. I don't. But for the times that I do give advice to people about certain things and this type of thing pops up, I always say, well when you write down your prayers it's a prayer you need mm-hmm. to write it to god it's not just some random diary entry to nobody like it right and i mean i think there's nothing wrong with that on the other hand like no i think it's okay to sometimes especially because if you're venting your feelings on paper like that's so much better than like yeah venting your if feelings you vent your feelings to god uh, that is power maximum like yes. you're getting the what i'm trying to say is you're, t- you're getting the most out of that journal yes or that yes. time really it so i mean it's not well it's not wrong to like vent your feelings on paper no. and it's probably better than like going to someone else and like gossiping Absolutely. it's still best yeah to journal to god or like at least end it in prayer or pray over it right. or whatever yes you know i agree so yeah, that's been mine is journaling on the phone and i don't do it every day i just do it sometimes when i feel like it and some some days it's like i think i need to just there's a lot that's happened i need to just get it out mm-hmm. but i don't want to just like i might be laying in bed and Casey's asleep or Mark and I don't want to like get up I can just get on my phone real quick and journal to my prompts yeah and it's really good like even if it's not specifically what you what you went through that day it's still really good to just get stuff off your chest in general and to just think about your day because it also just refocuses you on God yeah so I highly recommend that if you're not someone who likes to write down a bunch because like we most of us I will say I'm not gonna say everybody because there's some people that don't but most people nowadays are on their phone enough to where like they type a lot yeah. you know and um so it's not something that's out of the ordinary for most of us so but it's a good one um the next i'm gonna do my next one because it's really short unless i don't think we'll have anything like i mean we'll probably have something to say but not a lot so i'm gonna say it really quick reading christian books every night or often mm-hmm. i wrote this because I have been in my big reading era lately and I read I read like every single night up until like two weeks ago because I've been so busy that I do a lot of my work at night now um after my son is asleep so I don't really read as much the past couple weeks but in general reading Christian books nonfiction is fine or fiction I mean fiction is fine like fiction Christian books are great to read but also I highly recommend nonfiction books often yeah 
because they help you grow spiritually, inform you, make you help, like help you think of other people's opinions. They do not yeah. necessarily to believe them right away, but like just realize like, oh, other people have this opinion. Have I ever thought of that? And you know, yeah. Or and some of them are really educational as well. Um. So yeah. That's no, my... it's true, and there's there's so many out there. Yeah. Oh, so many. Like excellent books. I yeah. mean, and you have your more like, I don't know, like classic author like C.S. Lewis, mm-hmm. and then like you know to more modern yeah. books like that talk more about problems we deal with in today's world yeah. and like on so many topics. And all of them are great. Well, yeah. mo- I mean, you know, mo- whether it's like I don't know, like singleness, marriage, um, or Mo- even money. money. There's a lot of Christian books about money. Yeah. Or even just like your emotions, you yep. know, or specific topics like depression and anxiety. Yep. And I don't know. Or really, just, or really just living biblically out, based yeah. um, viewpoints that people have mm-hmm. that can be so helpful. Yeah. Or even just like as a whole living out your life as a Christian in this day and age. Like there's yeah. books about that too. And then there's also like... Like, I'm reading... Well, I have one that I started and I have not read it in the past two weeks because I've just been so crazy. But it's about women in the Bible, specific women in the mm-hmm. Bible. And um, it goes through... Like, there's a theme to each woman. Like, Eve has a theme that they pulled out from her. Um, Esther has a theme that they pulled out from her. And then they go into detail about that theme in, in Scripture and all the things. And So it's basically like a, a Bible study per chapter on yeah. each woman. Anyway, so that was mine. Reading Christian books often. You got a couple. Um. Well, it goes along with Sarah's other one, like keeping like a prayer journal. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like on a more practical point, for me, something that I often struggle with is praying for other people. Mm-hmm. Because I actually do a pretty—I mean, not a pretty good job of praying for myself. I don't even do a good job of that. But, um, for certain days of the week, having things that you pray for on those specific days of the week because I don't know about Mm -hmm. you but I have a hard time focusing sometimes when I'm just like in my car and I'm just praying yeah but like if I say like hey on Monday I'm going to pray for my parents and my siblings and my grandparents on Tuesday I'm going to pray for my church family and my pastor and his wife on Wednesday I'm going to pray for um my work and my boss and my coworkers and my Mm -hmm. kids on Thursday I'm going to yada yada you get the point um, and then also having, like, a list of specific people, like, praying for, like, three or four people a day, specifically, mm-hmm. um, on the list. That's, like, so helpful. So, like, basically, I'm trying to say is, like, uh, organizing your prayer life. And I think really maximizing that time you have with God. And obviously, like, wherever the Holy Spirit leads or whatever he places on your heart to pray for, you need to pray for that too. Well, I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm just saying that it can be helpful to it helps you to be more intentional about intentional, it. Intentional, that's what I'm looking for. And then for. The, yes. whenever you start little practices like that, that leads to you just being more comfortable with and, and remembering to pray more often anyway. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know and being, Yeah, being more mindful. So, like, yeah. it's more um, quick on your mind. Yep. Um, and I don't know about you guys, but me, like, I know someone's going, I'll, I'll know someone's going through something, and I'll tell them, like, oh, I'll pray for you. And then I, like, the next minute I legitimately, like, forget to. Mm-hmm. Or I just won't if I don't pray in that moment. Um, another big thing that um, has been recommended to, me, recommended to me recently and I'm going to start doing is setting reminders on my phone to pray. Um, like, this is what? <laughs> do you remember the podcast that we did not that long ago where we discussed this? Yeah, I do. Okay. That was literally what we talked about was setting reminders on your phone. Oh, that's embarrassing. I didn't remember <laughs> saying that. Or yeah, you saying that. Yeah. I think you said that. I said it and then we talked about it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. 
That's what. Well, you're not the only one who's recommending. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was even thinking about you. I wasn't saying that. Like, no, I know, I know. I recommended no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's so funny. But just be more intentional in your prayer life. Yeah. Um, and getting into the habit. Like my dad, um, prays every morning mm-hmm. on his way to work without fail. Mm-hmm. And man, I wish I was more like that because I forget. There's like whole days where I don't talk to God once unless. I'm doing my Bible time and or my Bible study, and even then, like, but prayer is so important, and intercessory prayer and praying on people's behalf, mm-hmm. like, are so important. So, that's I know that seems obvious, but, but it, like, it's it's harder for some people than than other people may realize. Like it, it's really a struggle for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, so oh, I did too. You want to do another one? Sure. Um. Okay, this one too. Um, getting like things in your like physical life in order to help with like your spiritual clarity and like again yes. so that you can prioritize time with God. Like if you have like I'm not saying that you should prioritize things above Christ, but I'm saying that if your room is a mess and it's causing you to be distracted and not like spend time with God the way you should, then clean your dang room. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's amazing. When you, like, when you live an organized life, when your room is clean, when your stuff is put away, when all the things that you need to do that are, like, your to-do list, like, when those things are cleared, like, you have the mental clarity to spend time with, I don't know, to, like, effectively spend time with mm-hmm. God. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. But, like, for me, when my physical life is a mess, like, when my room is a mess specifically, I feel like my whole life is a mess. And, like, it, everything seems just so much more overwhelming. And this mm-hmm. weekend, I cleaned my room. It, like, changed my life. I'm not kidding. No, Like, yeah. I know that sounds dramatic, but, like, um, and I know that might sound silly. I don't know. But, like, for me, um, like, cleaning your room or, like, cleaning or finishing tasks on your to-do list so that you can clear up, like, the mental space so you can get into a mindset of, oh, well, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The, that way you're not distracted when you're spending time with God. That's what I'm trying to say. Can I do something on the flip side of that? Yeah. To piggyback? So I agree wholeheartedly. I know, because, I know what you're going to say because I was going to say it too if you weren't, but go oh, ahead. Oh, well, you know, you go ahead then. Oh, well, I mean, I assume I know what you're going to say. <laughs> what were you? What? I was going to say sometimes it works the other way. Oh, yeah. Like counteractively. So, so what I was going to say was I wholeheartedly agree because on for my personal life, like I'm not going to go into a whole spiel, but like my whole, my personal life, I'm in the middle. Like there's people who live in clutter just fine. Then there's people who can't stand any clutter and I'm in the middle. Like I'm okay with a certain amount of clutter, but once it gets past that certain amount, I go crazy and I can't focus and I'm overwhelmed and I'm someone who does not get super overwhelmed at least not super easily you know it takes a minute for me to get overwhelmed not me but if it goes zero to 100 real quick no I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but then once it gets past that point of cluttery or whatever I go crazy so and I can't focus on anything but something that so I agree with that but then something that God has really had to teach me I remember literally just not even maybe a few months ago not even like I don't remember exactly though um, I was, we were in this apartment, so it was pretty, somewhat recent, within the past year. Um, I had a sink that was just overflowing with dishes. I had lots of laundry to do. The counter was cluttery. I mean, and it wasn't just those three things. Like, it was just a mess because there was just a lot going on, and we literally just did not have time that week mm-hmm. to even do simple little tasks in the house. And I was so overwhelmed with that, like, every all day long I was just thinking about I just need to do like I need to clean the house I need to clean the apartment I need to do it yeah because it just needs to get done it's a mess and um 
But then I got up early one morning so I can get all that done. And God very loudly in my heart spoke to me and said, Sarah, you don't need to go do those dishes. You need to sit on that couch with your Bible and you need to read your Bible. And so I did. Yeah. I listened. And I sat down. And did I get all the things done that day? No. But did I get some of it done? Yes. But not, it wasn't just that I still had stuff to do. Like, oh, well, then it didn't work, Sarah. Putting God first, it didn't work. It did work because you know what happened? I had so much peace in my heart. Mm -hmm. All week I had been stressed because I had so much to do at home. But the minute I sat down and hung out with God and just sat in his presence and I, like, I listened. I remember that morning so well. I I sat on the living room floor. Put on my Christian worship, morning worship playlist on my YouTube. It's on, well, it's on our ministry YouTube, actually. We have a playlist if you want to go check that out. Um, And I sat on the floor and I closed my eyes and I listened to those songs. I didn't even sing them. I just listened to the words in my head and sat with God. And then I sat on the couch. I opened my Bible. I prayed and I studied God's word. And I spent like at least an hour that morning just hanging out with God. And the rest of the day I was at... I had I was like at peak peacefulness in my heart for that day and the days after that too and I had more peace that I couldn't even imagine having the day before yeah because I was so stressed about the physical things so sometimes I definitely think you need to analyze your life and be like okay well I really do need to get some physical things in order mm-hmm. because it's it's if it's being a stumbling block for you yeah, that's like my if it's a point. wall yeah. yeah and that's your point and I knew what you were saying yeah. I just wanted to also add that cuz you made me think of it so, yeah, if it's being a stumbling block, like, if it's stuff that you know, like, God is like, you need to get this out of your life. You need to clean your house. You need to clean your room. You need to get these things off of your list done. Or you need to go talk to this person. Or whatever it is, you know, do it. Don't ignore that because those are important things. We need to do things diligently. And that includes, how, like, what? Well, well, if we're talking specifically what we were talking about, you know, cleaning, yeah. you know, upkeep with things. Like, that is yeah. important. No, and so I think really... My, I guess the main point is to have a good balance between the two things, yeah. right? And um, I don't know. I think if you're feeling overwhelmed in your life, sometimes, though, I guess really, it, sometimes it does go past. Like, I don't want to say spending time with God is not enough. Mm-hmm. I just mean, like, if then you're spending time with God, but you're still feeling ill at ease, and, like, God's telling you to do, I don't know. X, Y, Z, yeah. Yeah, then you need to do it. Yeah. Well, and I think that, like if you're a Christian, I mean you have the Holy Spirit in you, he's with you all the time. Yeah. So you have you're spend you need to remember that in everything you do. Whether yeah. it's like you were saying, cleaning your room or I was saying, you know, I was struggling that week with doing the dishes and stuff. Spend time with God in those things too, because then you'll start prioritizing everything because you're doing it to the glory of exactly. God. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. If you're doing it to the glory of God and then you're always prioritizing him. Yeah. But don't just, like, do those things to the glory of God and then be like, well, I spent time with God when I did the dishes today, when I vacuumed, whenever I went and met my friend. And so I don't need to go open my Bible. You do need to open your Bible. Right. <laughs> like, that's the most important thing is no, talking absolutely. to God and letting him talk to you. And, right. Yeah. And if you only have time to either read your Bible or clean your room, read your Bible. Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's not... I'm just saying, like, yeah, I think it can be such a mental... Un, like, it can be such a mental block when you have so much, like, on your to-do list that you feel like, at least for me, that I feel like I can't spend time with God until I do those things, which is probably not great. But but sometimes it's true, though. I I agree. Like, I think at times it's the way I was saying, and then there's a lot of times it's the way you're saying. I think it really is just a balance, like you're saying. Um, I mean, that's biblical in my opinion, you know. Not like your life needs to be perfect, but like, I mean, 
just balance, you yeah. know. See, you know. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> okay. Mine is, I feel like you maybe have something on your list similar to this, but I could be wrong. Um, taking a break from social media, YouTube, that kind of stuff. I don't have, I don't have that on I feel list. like you do that, though. Yeah. And so I just, but yeah. So my big thing is, um, I mean, social media some. I don't really keep Facebook on my phone ever, though. Like, mm-hmm. um, anymore. Uh, occasionally, like, I'll, I'll download it and I'll, if I'm looking for something specific mm-hmm. or... Oh, I thought that was him crying. Um, or if, you know, every now and then just to, like, look at my notifications and stuff. But it's, like, a couple days and then I delete it again. Yeah. I'm not a huge Facebook person. Um, I used to be when I was younger. But YouTube is what gets me. Hmm. YouTube is a See, big See, and I'm hardly deal. ever on YouTube. Yes. But, so I think probably Facebook and Instagram for me are more really? of a... Yeah, yeah, especially when I'm focusing on something specific. Like, yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm in a group for a show I'm watching. Mm-hmm. And... Man, I've gone on a big deep dive with it this week. Probably too much. Um, it's one calls the heart, guys. Um, <laughs> it is a very good clean show. I don't watch it, but I've seen. Like, me, the but first her me, her mom does. So yeah. so me and Miss Christie, we we share that. But yeah. So anyway, that that's no, a little yeah. free aside for you guys. <laughs> well, yeah, no. So anything. Well, I guess so. Like my point for me personally is YouTube, and like Anna's was the other two, but it could be anything on yeah. your phone. I just think taking a break, and sometimes like if you. If you are able to do this, because some people with just their environment and, like, their position in their family or in their work, it's it's really, all, not impossible, but it's really difficult to be able to do this. But if you are able to do this, turn your phone off mm-hmm. for long periods of time. And not, like, every day. No. But, like, just once a week or when you just really need to because life's been crazy for the past few weeks. Just, I did it the other night and I just was doing my normal stuff at home but everyone was just talking to me about all these things and some negative, really negative things that happened that day. So that didn't mm. help mentally and emotionally for me. But so I just turned my phone off because I was like, well, I'm just tired. Like I'm tired mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I'm just tired. God help me. Yeah. And I turned my phone off, set it in the recliner and I just did all my stuff and a few hours went by and I felt much better. Yeah. But then on a long-term note, this past week, yesterday was the first day that I had used YouTube in a week mm-hmm. because I completely deleted it from my phone um for that week and well since last tuesday so yeah and so then i had it yesterday and sure enough i scrolled on my phone last night before bed for a long time but really so i redeleted it so i could focus today but i mean the point is just i guess that's kind of like decluttering certain areas of your life like you were talking about like if it's being a stumbling block and i'm i'm not able to focus on god because all i want to do is watch youtube videos in my spare time which i don't really have spare time but whenever you're addicted to something even like that you kind of make spare time even though you don't have spare time so um yeah so just kind of decluttering and no that's so true yeah distancing yourself from social media and just things on your phone electronics are just they draw you in that's what they're supposed to do yeah and they're dang good at it if we let them be um and yeah to piggyback off that i think just praying that the holy spirit will show you when you are, I think, starting to prioritize those things over him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for me, like I said, When Calls the Heart Season 10 is currently airing. There's 10 seasons? Oh, yeah, they're on the 10th season. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> anyway, I'm a part of a uh, Facebook group, specifically for one character on the show, 
Um, if you watch it, Nathan Grant, he has my heart. He's amazing. Um, but I'm on a Facebook group, and I've been going on like a big deep dive, like like where people are like analyzing all the little, like all these references in the show, and like uh-huh. it's like deep stuff. Like yeah. there's like hundreds of comments on these posts, and like we're really we're really getting into it. Um, however, I looked at that last night instead of reading my Bible when I should have. Yeah. So like just praying that the Holy Spirit will like show me like, hey, when calls a heart is fine. Like yeah. it's a very morally neutral. And it's, like, it's it's a Hallmark TV show. It's, like, very clean, very family-friendly, like, not a bad thing whatsoever. Yeah. But when I am prioritizing that above Christ, when I'm, like, looking at, you know, at my little Hardy's When Calls a Heart Facebook group instead yeah. of reading my Bible, that's when it becomes a problem. Oh, And absolutely. so, yeah. you know, just recognizing, I don't know, those patterns. And, and, like, we'll find anything, I feel like, as Christians, like find any excuse to not spend time with the lord which is really sad but it's very true though because our hearts are so bent but see the more time you spend with god the more you'll hunger for him yes and along with that if you are trying to do anything and everything to not spend time with him have you been spending time with him at all lately right no that's really that's a good point no like a good time to stop and do some self-reflection yeah it's for real yeah and like maybe you have opened your bible but did you just open your bible and read a read a verse was it just a bunch of words on a page or did you actually spend time with god while you were studying that and reading it yeah meditate on it yeah good points man (laughs) me and anna are gonna be so convicted i'm feeling convicted um man i'm just I am convicted, and I'm thankful for that conviction, because, like, it means the Holy Spirit's working on me, but mm-hmm. still, oof. I have some that I used to do yeah. that I don't do as often. Um, the first one is prayer walks. <gasps> I wrote that down. I just didn't know Did how you mentioned it, because I've not done it in a long time either. Yeah. I haven't done it in a long time, so I didn't really do it for a long period of time either, but when I did, it was actually really impactful for oh, me. Thank God. It's right there. Yeah. So, I don't know how you did yours. Did you just, like, go on walks and pray? Is that all it was for you? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Well, that's what it really is. So, the first time I heard of it, uh, I don't want to say who it was because there's two people on my mind and I don't remember who it was. <laughs> but they're both YouTubers and social, or, uh, like, they have websites and stuff and do things. Anyway. Um, they, they do the things. They do the things. But um, I don't remember which one it was. But, um... So, the prayer walk that I originally had heard of, like, the first time I had heard of this, um, she wrote scripture down mm-hmm. and prayed the scripture over people, herself, just in general, while she was walking. And that oh, was her yeah. version. So, that's what I ended up doing. No, I've done, yeah, I've done it that way yeah. before, too. And then the other one is just going on walks and praying to God. Yeah. And, um, so I didn't do this often. It wasn't something that I really, it wasn't something that I enjoyed doing all the time. Yeah. Not that I didn't enjoy it, but, like. Right, right, right. Um, just also wasn't realistic for my life with a full-time job and all the things. But to go on long walks to do that every day. Yeah. You know, there were other ways I could prioritize God at home without going out and walking. Yeah. Um. But I don't really do that as much now. No, I don't either. But there have been periods in my life where I have. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, for me, last summer I worked at um, a church camp down in Texas all summer and that's something that our like the director of the camp had us do as a staff like Mm. often like um you know before every like before new campers came like he would have us walk around like the campus and like pray over it and pray for the students and then like 
pray for our fellow staffers, pray for ourselves. Um, and so I've done it in that context. And then I have, I've done it like just for myself, like walking mm-hmm. around the park or whatever, mm-hmm. like, and just praying about whatever comes to mind. Um, so yeah, I yeah. think it's something that's very powerful. I think so too. And you can do it with, if you have kids, do it with your kids. Yeah. Please. Because I only have an 11 month old and I pray in front of my kid because they understand that mom is doing something important and like my son even understands like even though he doesn't pray with me he sees it often enough where it's a regular thing yeah and I'm not saying that because I didn't do that for a while in front of my son all the time like I did wasn't super intentional about it yeah because like oh he's little like I don't have to be intentional like Markham we're gonna pray now even though he's four months old but just being intentional in general even whenever they're less than a year old you know about praying in front of them they see and retain a lot more than you realize. Mm-hmm. So they can picture mom praying in their head yeah, without understanding it. So like starting at a young age, you know, it's good. And then also, and God blesses that. I wholeheartedly that. But Absolutely. even if your kids are older, I just want to say that because as someone with a kid, I do think of this a little more often. If you have older kids, especially walk with them and pray with them. Encourage them to pray. Don't force it because right. you don't want to force it. You want them to want to do it. But plant those seeds yeah i don't care if they're 20 years old or five years old yeah go on prayer walk or something you know be intentional about that i did just think of one more mm-hmm. um actually and this wasn't on my list but um something uh that is i think is important is um i'm not saying you have to listen to only christian music or like christian podcasts but i think when you're like in your car especially if like you drive a lot like i drive a lot because i go to church um 45 minutes from where I live and mm-hmm. then like you know I have like a 25 commute to work minute commute to work every day and so I have I spend a lot of time in the car um I think it's very important to listen to Christian music mm-hmm. and Christian podcasts when you're driving mostly yeah yeah I agree or if you listen to non-Christian content make sure it's only a minimal amount of time mm-hmm. that you do that and make sure you're listening to more Christian content yeah well and I didn't say this earlier but it's for that we didn't even say the reason why for that or the books like reading Christian books and listening yeah. to Christian content. The reason is because that's how you battle the devil is mm-hmm. filling your mind and heart with God. Yeah. And yes, the most important thing is to fill your mind and heart with God's word and be familiar with it and let him transform you through it. But then we live in a day and age where we just have access to so many Christian things mm-hmm. on the Internet, on, you know, if you listen to podcasts on yep. with books, with articles. Um, I mean, there's so many things. And... So feeling like being someone who constantly, or I mean, it should be constantly, but pretty much all the time, filling your heart and mind with God. Yeah. Then you're just going to always be thinking and feeling God. Yeah. You know, and that's how you'll become aware of the devil's ways in your life easier. It'll be easier to recognize those things mm-hmm. and be able to combat those with God's word because yeah. you'll know more. Yeah. God's word says that he will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on him. And so, like, if you want to experience that peace throughout your day, then just do things to help your mind become stayed on Him, you know? Yeah. Like, to fill your mind with Christ. And, like, I think a really good way to do that is to, um, really is to, what's the word I'm looking for? Absorb Christian content, I guess. Yeah. Just by, you know, reading Christian books and, um listening to christian songs and podcasts and stuff or sermons even or whatever. if you're in sermons even even if you're um someone who just like there are also 
if you're into this, because there are a lot of people, I didn't think there were as many people as there were, but I've realized over the past couple of years, there's a lot of people who like listening to scripture. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you should never physically sit down and read it yourself, but I'm saying that if you do struggle with sitting down and focusing, like if you struggle with focusing, that's one, first of all, you need to pray to God about that and say, God, I need you to help me focus. I need to know what to do to help me better this issue with focusing so I can read your word. And right, that. right. That's the first thing. But also, if you do struggle with focusing, first of all, do that. But then also... If you do better with Audible, like if you're not as much of a visual person, but you are very much a um, auditory, auditory, yeah, auditory. Yeah. My brain was, I was <laughs> like, what? Um, auditory person, or maybe tactile. Maybe you're both. So do a mixture. But like, if you're more auditory, yes, sit down and read your Bible yourself. But listen to it. There's Bible. There's apps and things that read the Bible to Literally you. Literally the Bible app, like yes, the U version. I'll read scripture to you. I have the Dwell app. And I pay for a year. It's like 30 bucks for the year. But I think they do not count me on this. So you'll have to look this up yourself because I could be completely wrong. I think they have a free version though too, but I don't know what it includes. But we pay for the yearly because it's really not that much for the whole year. It's like yeah. 30 or maybe it's 30 bucks for a lifetime. I can't remember. I think it's 30 bucks for the year. 20, 20 something, almost 30. And they have so many different versions. They have plans like, like, um, like, if you were to go to the version app, for instance, and they have plans you can go through, mm-hmm. it's the same thing, but they read you that scripture according to yeah. that plan. So, it's like a theme. So, like, if it's over sadness, I don't know. Yeah. And then they'll pack verses in there about sadness and what God says about that. Yeah. And depression or whatever, all the things. And it's like a whole plan. And they'll read all that to you. But then you can also just let it read to you through the whole Bible or whatever. Or, you know, and there's so many things. Or just a book of the Bible. And they have so many different voices, different versions. There's so many apps out there. Yeah. Just. There's so many resources. There are. So even if you're in the car or in your house cleaning, listen to scripture, listen to podcasts, listen to music. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was pretty smooth. I may not have to edit much at all. Praise the Lord. Well, I can't remember off the top of my head, but the first video is set up on YouTube. Oh my But I'm going to announce the actual YouTube channel in the next week or two. Okay. Or week. Week. This upcoming week. So stay tuned on our Instagram page. Um, the name is worship underscore warrior underscore lifestyle. Um, our YouTube channel is worship warriors lifestyle. And worship warrior lifestyle. I don't know why I put the S on there. But anyway, you get it. Because we're warriors, plural. Because there's two of us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Um, I think it's just Worship Warrior. Yeah, lifestyle. Worship Warrior Lifestyle. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Um, anyway, and our website is www.worshipwarriorlifestyle.com. Um, and we're actually, so if you go on there, you'll see the podcast page, and then there's a videos page, and the YouTube channel is linked to that. Um, and... Oh, maybe because our podcast is called a Worship Warriors podcast. podcast. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Possessive. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, anyway, and I also, I can actually officially announce this now because I actually am going to be doing it this month. Excited. We're going to start um, having on the the, the, the the website, we'll have a page for digital downloads. Mm-hmm. And it is free PDF format, so you can just have it on your laptop, your tablet, your phone, or print it out if you want. Um, guided Bible studies, devo- or probably not devotionals, um, just devotionals, but guided Bible studies, devotional Bible studies where it's a mixture um and just things similar to that um wow yeah for you to just download for free now we may not have a lot at first we may only have like two or three at most at first but we already have one 
for sure on there. It's not published yet, but it'll be the page will be there soon. Um, I can see it. You just can't. Coming yeah. soon to theater. Coming soon. No. <laughs> to website. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for that. And we're just going to add to that as God leads us to make more. So, But they will be completely free. And, and there's still more to come. There's still more to come. And we have a contact page you can contact us through. Yeah, email us. Yeah. Talk to us. Or message us on Instagram. You can. Okay. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.